0: Tell us a little bit about your background and welcome to the podcast.
1: Awesome. Thanks, Kevin. So I started my career out in strategy consulting, actually, at Ernst & Young. And then I came over to Procore initially over seven years ago to build the sales operations and strategy team. So think forecasting, compensation plans, territory design, annual planning, all that sort of fun stuff. And then over time, that evolved into revenue operations and strategies across marketing, CS, and sales too, which was really fun. I spent a lot of time in strategy and operations, and what I really wanted to do and why I moved over to customer success is I wanted to get out from behind my presentations and strategy documents and do the hard work, which is actually executing on the strategy and talking to customers. And so now at Procore, I run our customer success team for general contractors, which is the biggest business unit within Procore, and get the opportunity to lead and mentor over 80 CSMs.
0: Wow. That's amazing. A lot of the CROs or CCOs that I know that come from the operational background, they are in stack the most successful because they don't just talk the talk. They walk the walk and they back it up with the data. And the data is oftentimes the hardest piece of the puzzle because when you get to a certain organizational size, pulling that data and the story and really drilling in to understand the effort to impact and know what business decisions to make. That's top. There's this interesting dilemma I see in the market, which is I ask sales leaders, as a founder of a go-to-market tech company, we talk to both sales leaders and CS leaders. I talk to sales leaders and I ask them questions like, walk me through your forecasting process on new business revenue. Walk me through your pipeline strategy and all those things. And they're able to give me frameworks like MEDIC. They're able to give me understanding of stage two to stage three conversion, why certain segments are longer in cycles. And if I ask them, how do we shrink that by 15 days, they can tell me exactly what detail. There isn't the same level of operational rigor and frameworks and customer success. It has been more service oriented. Let's do onboarding, implementation, make customers happy. But you almost forget that the post-sale team, the customer success team, they sit on all of the revenue and having an operational rigor and discipline around that is what gets the best outcome. That is a loaded question statement. Tell me your perception or point of view on that kind of dichotomy.
1: Yeah, I have a lot of thoughts on this. So coming from sales operations and just working with sales really closely just throughout my entire time at Procore and getting the opportunity to implement a lot of those frameworks. The first thing I did when I moved into customer success was create an operating cadence for the team, which we loosely had, but we didn't exactly have. It's really common in sales. You have your forecast calls, you have your pipe calls, we'll use Medic, everything's in Salesforce. There's just some built-in rigor. And you can go to most sales companies. And like you said, you're going to see something like that. That rigor has not moved over to the customer success side of the house yet. But I think there's a trend where it is starting to move over there. And for us, what we really looked at is a lot of the times I think with operating cadences, with forecasting, It's not about the fancy technology you have, although it's great, technology can be awesome, but it's really about the consistency every week, reviewing the same items and holding the teams accountable to knowing what's going on with their accounts. That level of accountability is part of what we see missing in customer success today. It was a really big focus when I came into my role. What I try and explain to the teams, especially because it's a big transition to being more qualitative, to trying to factor in more quantitative aspects, Tell the team forecasting at the end of the day, it's just a process to confirm whether you understand what's going on with your customers or not. That's it. it's nothing beyond that, right? That's why we're running that process. There's a reason behind it. It's not just running the process to roll up numbers to, to our executive team. And so when I think about an operating cadence for customer success, and I'll be the first to admit it's not as blown out as sales yet. We need to take baby steps to be able to get there. But for us, it's weekly forecast calls with the team. We're going to review this quarter and next quarter. It's going to be longer for enterprise. So for enterprise, ideally, we're looking at the entire year from a renewal perspective. But for your commercial segment, it's obviously going to be a smaller amount of time. And it's really an opportunity for the CSNs with me to defend why they have something marked the way they do. And then when I'm running the calls, with my managers and directors for them to defend why they're putting together their calls if they are.
0: I love it. One of the things that my CRO does, and he came from a company called Outreach, and category leader in sales engagement software and he brought the same level of operational rigor which is weekly forecast meetings weekly customer reviews so he goes and meets with CSMs understands book of business what is the operating rhythm what are the next steps and one of the things that he said that really stood out to me that would shock most CSMs is even if the account is healthy there should be a next step because recurring impact is something that should happen daily, not weekly, not monthly, not quarterly, not 30 days before the renewal. That is how renewals are earned. And renewals just are not given in this economic climate. So, absolutely, plus, plus, plus one to what you said in terms of the operating rhythm. You mentioned that you're implementing some post sales CS processes, given your operational background. Tell us a little bit more about that.
1: Yeah with operating cadence, it's not about the technology, it's really about the consistency with the managers. Every week reviewing the same items. Hold the teams accountable, just to knowing what's going on with their accounts. Forecasting at the end of the day, just process to know what's going on with your customers. What we do from an operating cadence perspective is we're gonna run weekly forecast calls with the ICs, and then also with the next level of leadership up. And what we're gonna look at is really two components. The first one's inspection, so looking for hygiene. Are you actually working these accounts? are your last meeting up to date last forecast update what's your health score any qualitative notes you have and the second components around the renewal forecast category and why is it forecasted that way there's a few different components we look at including relationships so are we multi-threaded in the account we have a champion are they attending our meetings what's their usage in health force are they leveraging and using the software what's the value they're getting out of the software do they understand the value of the solution core is a premium solution. And so if they're not using it to optimize their business processes, the sticker shock is going to be big for them. And so making sure they're using it to the full extent of its value, tying the business objectives of that business to the software itself. And then the fourth piece is stickiness. So how many offices are using it, any key product gaps they have, any installed integrations, and really evaluating the renewal forecast category against not just the qualitative component, but also those quantitative components.
0: Yeah. I love that so much. A lot of what you just talked about and a lot of what even what we're doing is what sales teams have been trained to do, what sales operation leaders have been trained to put process around. And there's a fine line of putting too much process because what happens is if too much of that is manual, you get a lot of resistance from sales reps or maybe even CSMs, like validation rules, capture this, capture that. And it becomes just literally people just type as fast on their keyboard, check it so they can move to the next stage because maybe you on the operations side locked it. What is your thought process around that? What is the right balance? How do you do it? What tools and technology are you using to track that? And how do you get adoption and buy-in from your team?
1: Yeah, absolutely. With adoption and buy-in with the team, I think what happens a lot of the time is forecasting just seems like this monotonous thing that you have to do every week and you have to keep your accounts up to date and it just sucks and you feel like you're doing it for leadership. You don't feel like you're doing it for you. And so the first part is just really making sure on the CS team that the team understands why they're doing this in the first place, right? When I first joined, people had Google Docs full of notes and their notes are kept in all these different places. What if you could consolidate that all so we could see it and you could see it and it actually Made it easier for you to work your customer accounts and so really tying it back to the why with the team was really important to get their buy-in and then our process isn't as built out as sales we have a few different checks we have in place but especially with cs it's important to balance how many checks you have because they're working way more accounts than new local sales is typically right a commercial csm can work anywhere from 70 to 100 different accounts they're not going to be able to go through all six stages necessarily. Keep everything up to date when they're working potentially 100 accounts. It's just not feasible. And so it's about really just striking that balance on what are the four or five things that are most important from a hygiene perspective that you keep up to date. And then there's this constant operations versus sales battle, right? I've been on the other side of it. Really, the managers need to be the ones holding the teams accountable to keeping their accounts up to date the managers need to be running the operating cadences with the teams that's their responsibility i think a lot of the time that gets too outsourced to operations when realistically this whole process is just for us to understand whether or not we're working these accounts and if the managers aren't the ones leaning in and running into that cadence and we're having operations run it we're just not going to get the outcome we are looking for
0: yeah that makes sense i think you bring up another good point which is you hold your managers accountable and those managers hold the ic's accountable I think the thing that I always find interesting is oftentimes those managers don't even know how to hold people accountable. When I talk to revenue-oriented CS leaders who come from operations or come from sales, they're a little bit sticker-shocked on like, the lack of operational rigor. And the lack of operational rigor comes from the people in C who have created the process. So talk to me about how your managers are commercially disciplined to do deal inspection.
1: Yeah, I'd say it's a journey is the first thing. And to your point, typically speaking, when you think about the profile of people that you hire for customer success, they're not necessarily the folks that are going to be really disciplined um, and holding teams accountable. There are three responsibilities of a leader from my perspective. It's just at the tone, the pace and the standard of your organization. And so with my leader specifically, what we really focus on is what's the standard you're setting for the organization? And so what I do with them is every single week we prep together for our forecast calls. And I go through and I say, what are y'all going to bring up on this call? How are you guys going to run through hygiene? You need to be prepping for these calls in advance. And so when I first came into the role, I ran a lot of those calls. They saw me run a lot of the calls. It's important to show them what good looks like. And then I still to this day prep with them for those calls as well to make sure they're holding their teams accountable in the right way. My team's going to respect things that I inspect, essentially. So if they know I'm looking at the renewals every week, which I do every Friday, I'd walk off my afternoon, I look at the renewals. They know they need to be looking at the renewals too. Otherwise, I'm going to be calling them out on hygiene aspects. And then that slows all the way down to their team. But if I wasn't going through and actually reviewing everything and just assuming it was going to happen, I think that's where you get into trouble. And that's where the discipline comes in. Updating all your categories, updating all your accounts, et cetera. If you don't know why it's important just seems really monotonous and tedious and so it's about really maniacally focusing on that across all the different levels of the organization